Hello everyone, welcome to This Week Esports, a podcast that brings you weekly updates from the competitive esports world. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host. Don't forget, you can also check us out at thisweekesports.com for information on the podcast, our social media handles, and all the episodes that we've released so far. Now without further ado, on to the games. Hey everyone, welcome to This Week Esports episode 18 spanning from the 10th to the 16th of August certainly a busy week once again we have leagues starting in Dota finals completed in Starcraft a warm-up tournament with CSGO's DreamHack and what we're going to start with today the first round of the playoffs in League of Legends so although it's the playoffs we will be able to go through this relatively quickly since the European playoffs won't start for another week but NA was in full swing so let's take a look at what happened in the quarter finals. Our first match in the upper bracket saw FlyQuest and EG face off evil geniuses. Don't forget FlyQuest somewhat surprised by their third place finish um, through just sheer consistency throughout the whole season while EG scrapped into the upper bracket with the win in the final week to secure sixth. So things were looking good for FlyQuest out of the gate on the back of some stellar performances and an unkillable Santorin. FlyQuest continued their form and jumped out to a 2-0 league. However, it is a best of five. Uh, So EG changed their approach in game three and began to push and draft for a later game on the third map and and began clawing back with a win. They kept their strategy and their momentum in check for the fourth map and evened up the series. So FlyQuest scrambling a little reverted back to their early game timings and once again leaned on Santorin in the jungle and he delivered. Clutch 30 minute win in the end puts FlyQuest into the semis and EG into the lower bracket. Santorin securing that MVP game. Didn't lose a single game, uh, didn't lose a single life. No deaths for Santorin in the games that FlyQuest won. Just goes to show how important he is to that team. Now, unfortunately, that was about as exciting as any series got over the weekend. Um, From there, mostly one-sided affairs. So TSM faced off against Golden Guardians in the other upper bracket quarterfinal. First game, very passive. Teams testing each other, probing each other. I just wanted to see... You know what they could get and not make the first mistake. Uh, but once Golden Guardians found that opening, they took a pretty convincing win in Game One, and it was all over from there. Uh, you know, from with an MVP performance from FBI, the Guardians were able to dispose of what was a promising-looking TSN team in three and sent them down to the lower bracket. Now I know a lot of TSM fans kind of rolling their eyes again very worried going into their second game, which was in the lower bracket, you know, uh, especially against the Dignitas team that started looking pretty good at the end of the season. And pretty fair to say if they had played that way the whole year, they probably would have had a higher rank in, uh, you know, in the playoffs. But here we are, match that could go either way. 
TSM, though, did their best Guardians impression. We're really able to play around Dignitas while controlling, you know, the objectives, controlling the pacing, and most importantly, controlling the gold. Bjergsen takes the MVP for TSM in a 3-0 sweep. Dignitas is eliminated. Unfortunate for them, um, you know, after that great run they put on the end of the season, you know, but everything's looking up for the team like that. So hopefully they can continue that into the next split. And lastly... We had 100 Thieves patiently waiting for EG. So EG opened uh, with a pretty close Game 1 win, and uh, 100 Thieves rallied uh, after that. They changed their strategy for the better in Game 2. So while keeping up with, uh, with EG on gold and having better control of the jungle, it all came down to one major moment. Uh, EG was fighting or was trying to get the Baron and 100 Thieves had positioned themselves around the pit, around the Baron, and were just waiting. And they were actually successful. They jumped in and they sniped the steel, hoping that the buff uh, from the Baron would give them what they needed to melt the final set of objectives. Unfortunately, the dive-in cost them three heroes and gave a double kill to Sven Skarin. So it nullified the entire Baron Steel, essentially. And although it did slow EG down from having that buff, it just put 100 Thieves behind. From there, EG's global presence was just you know second to none. So they were able to close out the second game. Pretty long affair, almost 50 minutes. And then comfortably won the third in 24 minutes. So EG... Three to zero. So, uh, congrats to 100 Thieves as well. You know, they really kind of shown in the end of the season to, to fight for that final playoff spot. So, hopefully, they can keep doing what they're doing. This will set up um, a semifinal, though, with Liquid versus Guardians and Cloud9 versus FlyQuest in the next round while TSM and EG await the losers, respectively. Um, and while no games happened in Europe, as I mentioned, we do have the bracket set. Schalke and SK will meet in the lower bracket, and I can only hope the fairy tale runs continue. Fairy tale run continues for Schalke. What a story that would be! Uh, in the upper bracket, though, we have Rogue will face Fnatic, and G2 will look to topple the Mad Lions. So these games start on Thursday. Watch what you can and join us for the rest next Tuesday. And while I'm tempted to jump to StarCraft in the GSL Finals, I'm going to stick to the MOBAs for now. Uh, so let's go over to check out the Omega League in Dota 2, which just started. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's sort of a replacement for the International, which would have actually began today or tomorrow on Tuesday. So a um, little sad that that's not happening, obviously, but it is for the best. And this league hopefully will give us a good month's worth of Dota from you know all the best teams. So... What happened? While in Group A, we started off with the old-school favorite, Na'Vi, taking one right on the chin, losing two closely-fought series. Uh, their first loss was a bit of a surprise, coming to the upstart five-men team, while their second match ended with a close battle against their CIS rival, Virtus Pro. Both losses were 1-2, so you know it's not too bad on the map score, and you would expect um, you know things to fall their way soon and get a few wins while elsewhere Nigma and EG opened with only one game apiece this week taking both taking their first wins against Alliance and five men as the victim so in the end we had one last group for group 
A, it was Alliance playing their second versus Virtus Pro also playing their second. Uh, there has been a bit of bad blood here, so this was kind of a good rivalry game to start uh, start the Omega League. And generally speaking, Alliance comes out on top, and the trend continued here. Alliance is actually able to 2-0 VP. So, this puts EG Enigma on the top of the table at 1-0. Alliance, 5 men, and VP all share 1-1 one -one records. Navi does lag behind and will quickly need to sort themselves out uh, to have a chance to finish in the top 3, because only the top 3 move on at 0-2. But as I said, the map score is kind of in their favor, you know, going 1-2 uh, in both of those. So hopefully a few wins can turn, the, turn everything around and pump them up the table. Now, in Group B, we have the big boys sharing space OG and secret and we look forward to their game but that's at the end of the month so meanwhile we had OG go 2-0 with a close call against Vikings but comfortably pushing aside ninjas in pajamas uh, on the other side secret start off with a win as well taking a 2-1 win against liquid Liquid's starting to look pretty good. They're always taking maps off these bigger teams, so hopefully uh, they can figure something out and gel and maybe get a few wins, and who knows? Uh, maybe the old Liquid is back. Uh, and then the week in Group B ended with Viking bouncing back against uh, Ninjas in Pajamas to go 1-1. One one. Fly to Moon actually did not play yet, so they're going to be pretty busy in the coming weeks. So what this means is that OG and Secret take top. Ninjas in, in Pajamas must claw out of the hole that is their O and to start uh, so looking forward every game matters in a short season like this and there aren't any major marquee games next week but it sure will be chock full of dota from thursday until sunday so keep track enjoy the show and whatever you can't catch please join us for the updates now going to change our point of perspective and take a look at starcraft and the gsl grand finals so who was there? Well, we had Stats, we had Rogue, we had a Protoss, and a Zerg. Always good to not have a mirror matchup as much as the last season was uh, a TVT. So all the races have been in the finals if you go back at least just one season. So how do we get here? Well, Rogue, as you know, went through Dream on the Terran side, Dongregu in the semifinals against a Zerg, fellow Zerg, and now is facing Stats. Stats uh, went through a PvP against Trapped. To start things off, beat last year's or last season's GSL champion TY four to two in the semis, and is now facing Rogue. Uh, fun fact: they actually faced each other already this year. They're in the same group in the group of sixteen. Uh, Stats actually overcame Rogue there, so foreshadowing who knows but on the other side of the coin rogue has never lost a best of seven series when he makes it there so kind of two stories is it going to be revenge and is the streak going to stay alive well um also looking at styles we have rogue very crafty player very um confident player willing to do anything to win uh, whereas stats is a very solid tempo defensive player almost a purist you'd call it he just wants to build a bigger army faster than you and crush you with it and nothing else so first game uh kind of a surprise stats actually the protoss player opened with a bit of a cheesy and cheeky build um did get away did get a bit of damage done unfortunately rogue spotted it a little too early and was able to kind of build a few too many roaches and turn it around and take a quick game one win 
Uh, the next two games, stats decide I'm going to fall back on what I do best. And I'm going to build an economy, I'm going to build an army, and I'm going to steamroll Rogue. Unfortunately, Rogue knew this was probably going to be stat strategy and was prepared for it and was almost too greedy in so many ways. He always just had more drones, he had more bases, and every time stats moved out, he always just ran into a flood of Zerg. Clearly a Zerg that was anticipating this style. So again, hats off to Rogue and his preparation. So it quickly tumbles to a 3 to 0 3 to 0 league for Rogue entering the fourth map on submarine, small map, quirky map. So let's take a little bit of a look at what happened there. So let's try to jump into Rogue's head a bit. Not that we're ever going to be that good at StarCraft, but at least get a sense of what he was trying to do. So he was up 3 to nothing and the smallest map on the map pool was coming out. His plan essentially was, I'm going to try to smash stats right here, right now, not even give him any room to breathe. So Rogue went with a very quick Roachworn, didn't get a third base, and did not even expand up into lair. Meanwhile, stats does his typical two base opening, very safe player. So when Rogue attacks him with Roaches, stats was ready for it. That being said, Rogue did a good chunk of damage. The boys had to be pulled to defend. He got some of the buildings he wanted. He even pushed Stats up into his own base. However, Stats had an Immortal, and once you have an Immortal, and eventually a Colossus, everything ends there. Stats is essentially able to repel it and just walk across the map. Rogue had nothing. He had a few Roaches, he had a few Ravagers, but he had no economy to speak of, meaning he was just so far behind. Sees this come, knock on his door, pretty quick GG. 3-1 to one for Rogue, and now we are on to the next game on Everdream. So, in this map, bit bigger, bit more space. Uh, so Stats opens up, thinks of going for a Stargate build once again and gets a few Adepts out on the field. Meanwhile, Rogue, doing what he did in the first two games, took two bases, eventually took his third, and made it look like he was going to macro up. In fact, though, he had actually been able to pool some Lings, hide them to the side, and when Stats really wasn't expecting it, he attacked the Lings at the front, and he had some Lings in, in, uh, in reserve to kill the Adepts at his base, and all of a sudden, it was over. It was really weird how quickly it happened. There's a probe was in the wrong spot, the Adepts got caught out unshaded, and the game just ended. So Rogue found a really interesting anti-timing there, which is... Uh, a quirk of StarCraft. Like, if you expect those lings at that time, you're always going to have enough to defend it, but you don't expect them there because you know that you can defend them. So Stats was sitting there going, I have time, my Oracle will build, my Adepts will build, and Rogue just said, no, here's some Zerglings. And bingo, bango, bongo, it's over. 4-1 to one to Rogue. So congrats to Rogue. What a run after last season, you know, getting knocked out in the round of 24. He certainly... um Certainly picked up his game a bit. Went through an absolute gauntlet there as well. Dream, DRG, and Stats. Probably some of the best players from each race. So didn't even really get lucky on the coin flip in terms of who he faced on his way. So padding his resume. I think that's his second GSL. He has two Katowice's. He's got a BlizzCon. The guy's um, resume is absolutely stunning when it comes to StarCraft. 
easily probably one of the best players to ever play and certainly one of the best Zerg players to ever play. So congrats to Rogue. Congrats to Sats as well. Always great to see him in the final. Certainly a place he deserves to be. So that said, uh, GSL is done for a few weeks. Uh, there is some other StarCraft going to be played, so it's still going to be on the podcast. So keep listening. But let's end this pretty quickly here. We're going to jump over into the warm-up little tournament that DreamHack hosted for Counter-Strike. So we're going to start in Europe here. Um, there were two groups, but the teams that came out, which is the important bit, is in Group A. We had Big and Heroic come out in Complexity and OG come out of Group B. So that gave us Big and OG in the first semifinal with Complexity facing Heroic in the second. Uh, OG started out on fire on Inferno. Uh, pretty big lead at half with an 11-point T side. Quickly got the five maps they needed. So they take the first map 16-9. to nine. Unfortunately for them, Big was able to return the favor on Dust to a similar score, 16 to 10. So all comes down to Mirage. And what a series that was. OG starts on the T side, obviously a bit of a favorite side for this map. And they go 10 and 5. Meanwhile, Big takes their T side. And heading into the 30th map, Big had gone 10 to 4. So it was 15 to 14 in favor of Big. One last map, 30th round. Big does squeak out the win. Uh, so OG, great game, but Big kind of continuing what they did earlier this year during quarantine, and they move on to the grand finals. Meanwhile, complexity and heroic. First map, complexity absolutely wiped the floor with heroic 16 to 4 on vertigo mainly from a very strong ct side but they actually didn't even lose a map on the t side either so they were just playing at another level second map though heroic able to find uh, spread their wings a bit able to take a 16 to 7 win on mirage so interestingly enough not many close games here i don't know if the teams just didn't practice uh, the other team's favorite maps and just knew that there was going to be a loss but that's certainly what it looks like between these two games this brought us to overpass. So uh, 30th round, after 30 rounds, I should say, 15-15, complexity and heroic. So off to overtime. Heroic opens it pretty quickly with a three-point uh, three set from the T side, meaning they only need one from CT to seal the game. And they get in their first try. So a 19 to 15 on overpass sets up big and heroic in the finals so big looking to continue their form heroic looking to probably surprise some people actually uh first map on overpass was not where it was going to happen 16 to 11 for big they then follow that up on inferno and decently close game seven to seven to eight at half in heroic's favor but once big gets on that t side they are just very hard to defeat they take nine pretty quick maps, and they actually go 16 to 12, 2 and 0 on the map score, and a big win for Big. Congrats to them coming out of the break of the summer break with a win's always a good thing to have with ESL one around the corner. Also, great to see Heroic though. Going to be fun to see if they can kind of continue, um, you know, this strength and this kind of quality from them going forward into these bigger tournaments with more games. Always fun to see new teams kind of line up as uh, the majors come around. So now let's take a look at North America. Similar setup, two groups, all invites. 
Group A, Liquid and Chaos uh, go one and two. And in Group B, it is Furia and Team One. Bit of a surprise, actually. Uh, Team One beat C9 twice because uh, it was with a little kind of GSL-style bracket. So uh, Team One and Liquid are first playoff games, and Liquid still looking so sharp as NA teams go. So uh, pretty close dust two map, 16 to 12. But once they got on Inferno, and just like big, they're very comfortable on that T side. Banged out 11 quick wins, and then were able to actually go five and one from the CT side. So a 16 to five is the final score. Liquid into the finals. Meanwhile, Furia and Chaos, not much difference actually. Um, Furia take a pretty big lead on Nuke, double up Chaos 16 to eight, and then they go to Inferno. Inferno was actually really close. Furia was able to steal um, eight points eight wins from the ct side in the first half so it made it uh, eight to seven always a worrying thing when you're turning the bend and having to go play ct on inferno and you're down and that's kind of exactly what happened um, chaos actually did keep up pretty decently from the ct side did find four maps so it got up to 11 but with furia the way they're playing um you know pretty pretty comfortable win 16 to 11 so both two o's and they meet liquid in the finals now, this is where it gets fun. Uh, on Vertigo, uh, first map, Liquid goes pretty convincingly for, you know, at least for Grand Finals standard, uh, 16 to 11. The second map was on Nuke. That's where all the action was. 15 to 15 after 30 rounds. Liquid then takes the first map of the overtime and loses the next four. Fury of, on a bit of a roll there, go 19 to 16 on nuke in overtime to take uh to tie the series i should say and our last map is on inferno although from here it looked like liquid was starting to play a little tired um once again they did pretty well from a ct side on that map took took seven we're only down one at the turn but furia were just on fire they're on top of it they took eight from ct in the second half 16 to 11 so uh, pretty big win there for Fury, actually. A lot of people, I think, expected Liquid to continue to play the way they played and the way they have been playing. But uh, that's why we play and not just talk, as I always say. So uh, congrats to them as well. Congrats to Furia uh, and Big for their little dream hack victories coming out of the break. Uh, going forward now, starting on uh, this week, actually on the 18th, we have ESL Cologne. Um, obviously, it's going to be from home. So we'll have NA and EU as two different brackets. It's about two weeks long, so there's tons of CS coming up. So don't forget to watch whatever you don't watch we will have for you here so yeah that wraps things up uh, this week uh, the week of august episode 18 don't forget to check us out on twitter it's at esports this week is the handle the website is thisweekesports.com for anything else or any other info you want about the channel the site or even as a contact point i respond to the emails there as well so everyone Enjoy the esports coming up this week. There's a ton of it. So, you know, whatever you don't catch, we'll have for you next week. Stay safe, and until next time, happy gaming.